You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 118. And today, ladies, we are circling back and we are doing a refresher on a topic that we have talked about on the podcast before, but putting a new spin on it. And I'm talking about how do we find our own personal motivational stride to get done all the things that we need to do in our lives. How do we find our health motivation? How do we find some of our business motivation and just great principles and tips that you can that you can put into your daily life to boost your motivation. So I hope you find that episode enjoyable and let's dive in and get motivated. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Millennial Women's Health Guide and Certified Women's Health Nurse Practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business, life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. Well, hey there, well woman, and welcome back to this week's episode. So this week, you know, I wanted to go back and talk about a topic that I tend to go and talk about a couple times throughout the year, not because I want to be redundant, but because I feel like there are certain topics that we all need to hear periodically because maybe we're at a space at that particular time and we heard it, that we really weren't receptive, maybe we weren't ready. And I think that hearing it and going back to certain topics is always worth it because it always opens up our mind. We usually will take a nugget away or two that we didn't get from some time when we listened to it before. So one of those topics that today that I want to circle back on and really take a look at is because it's for my own reason, partly too, I'll have to be honest, because I've been looking and doing some research on motivation because I find, you know, in fact, I find human beings, (laughs) I, I do, I'm a people watcher if you know me, I find people fascinating and I find the topic of motivation, fascinating. And I find the topic of anxiety and depression and worry, fascinating. Meaning like why it affects certain people more so than it affects others. So what is going on in not only, you know, their psychological stuff, but their physiological stuff, and then the environment to kind of change these different factors in everybody. And part of it spurs me on because sometimes, you know, I'm sitting in my office practicing and I get people who come in day in and day out for a lot of varying different illnesses. Um, And I find that a lot of people just really become apathetic when it comes to their health. They really don't have a high degree of motivation for wanting to be healthy. And when I see some repeater customers, we call them repeaters, you know, where they come in all the time. And if it's not this, it's that. If it's not this, it's that. And trust me, again, nothing against anybody, but I try to understand the psychology because it fascinates me. Like, why are some people motivated to be healthy and others aren't, you know, why can't you just, you know, do it because that's how I think, but that's just me and that's wrong thinking. So that's why I like to dive into studying and research and kind of see if I can find some rationale to, you know, help me focus on this. 
An example is because I had this patient last week and, um, she's not old. She's like in her, you know, early, early, early forties. She's got uncontrolled diabetes and she had her toe amputated and she was in my office for an ER, you know, hospital follow-up and in her hand, she had a donut and she had her Starbucks latte. Now, I don't say anything to anybody, trust me, because that's not the type of provider I'm. I love everybody. I treat everybody the same. And I give 100% to anybody who's sitting across from me, who coaches with me, whatever. I take out my personal biases and I just focus in on the situation. But in my brain, and I'm sorry for this if I seem critical or not, I'm thinking to myself that you are sitting there in a wheelchair. You just had your toe amputated because your diabetes is out of control and you've got a donut in one hand and you've got your Starbucks latte in another hand. Um, I don't understand, you know, this logic of why you don't associate that your toe got amputated because you're eating all that crappy stuff and it causes your blood sugar to be sky high. Okay. But I'm just thinking this, right? I, I in no way ever say it out loud because I wouldn't want to offend that person and I wouldn't, it's not helpful, but I, I go home and then I start thinking, okay, why, you know, what is the source of this? So here's the thing, getting motivated is easy, you know, no problem with getting motivated, but the research over and over and over again says that maintaining it is not, it is hard to maintain motivation. Okay. But the good news is there are ways that we can boost our own motivation when we feel that it's starting to dissipate. All right. So we're going to talk about that. But like I said, the question that I wanted to answer, or at least look at is I wanted to know, are we born with different amounts of motivation? So I went a researching as I always do. And I wanted to talk about it before we dive into the things that we can do individually to help us with motivation. So one article that I read was that I, oh, one of the topics that I was looking at is, is motivation, is it an eight? Is it something that we are born with or is it something that we can learn? Okay. So according to the instinct theory of motivation, all organisms are born with an innate biological tendency that helps them to survive. The theory suggests that instincts drive all of our behaviors and both of these behaviors occur naturally and automatically. So they consider that motivation is an instinctive, um, survival mechanism, right? They do not need to be learned. They said in order for them to be displayed. So you don't have to learn about motivation in order to have motivation come about. But one of the flaws that I was reading about this quote unquote innate, um, motivation is that just because you label something as instinct does not mean or go to the point of explaining why certain behaviors appear in certain instances, but not in others. Okay. So you can have these innate abilities or these innate biological tendencies, but it doesn't explain like why this person is highly motivated and this one is not. So I kind of related more to this next one. We have different temperaments and different personality styles when we're born, but research shows that clearly our behavior, our personality and motivation can be shaped. And this is according to psychologist, business consultant, and author, Paul White. So I'm more of that. I, I stand more in that corner that I think that, you know, our behavior, our, our motivation, our personality, that they can be shaped and, you know, encouraged by other things and even by ourself. 
All right. Psychology, on the other hand, states that motivation is hard to do according to the resistance that we feel over the situation. So when you look at it from a psychology standpoint, they're talking about that motivation. A lot of us don't feel motivated because there's three reasons that we don't there and they're called resistant reasons. So those are number one, you feel you have, you have something. Oh, I'm sorry. Number one, you don't feel right about the situation. Okay. Number two, you feel that you have to do something like you have to do it. My mother says, I have to go to the gym after work. Or my mother says, I have to do this. I have to eat this. When you feel like you have to do something, then you start to feel resistance and your motivation for that kind of goes away. And the other one was, you don't feel right about the situation. So if somebody is telling you to do something, or you're looking at doing something and, you, and it doesn't align with your moral beliefs, then you kind of will be resistant because of that. Or number three, you simply feel that you can't do it. And then they go on to explain how you can come, how you can get over each one of these things. So instead of telling yourself that you have to do something like I've talked about on the podcast before, you simply just reshape that thought and you say, I get to choose to do that. And it's something I choose to do for me. And if it doesn't align with your morals and beliefs, you just look for ways if it can. And if it doesn't, you move on. And according to, if I feel like I simply can't do it, you know, I get that way. Sometimes I feel like, Oh God, especially with this Instagram reels, I'm having a hard time, but I am learning. See, that's the attitude that they're talking about here. When you feel that you can't do something, always know that there's a way that you can go learn it and you can get over that because I'm an example. Go check out my latest reel. It's not the greatest, but Hey, I did it. Took me an hour to do it, but I'm figuring it out. I don't tend to give up on things. I tend to try to figure a way either that I can do it or figure a way around it. Okay. That's what gets me going. Then I was reading in this Forbes article by, it was by Sujan Patel. And he said, they talked about the possible link between dopamine and motivation. A team of Vanderbilt scientists found that go-getters have higher dopamine levels in the brain that controls reward and motivation. Okay. While people who are less motivators have, have less motivation, have dopamine levels higher in the area of their brain associated with emotion and risk. So we come to the conclusion that brain scientists have to understand how to target dopamine production in the right areas of the brain in order to help people overcome depression, low energy, and other medical issues associated with the neurotransmitters in our brain. So if you look at, at this area, what they're talking about, it has nothing to do with, um, how you feel about something. It has to do with the chemical and the neurotransmitters and the chemical situation in your brain. And yes, different life experiences can change different neurotransmitter levels in our brain you know, toxic levels of what we put in our bodies, what we expose ourselves to, what we listen to and all that stuff can change those neurochemicals. So more than that, you know, brain scientists have to kind of do more research in that area to see, is there a way that we can change those neurotransmitters to help people, you know, who tend to be more on the anxious side or who tend to be more on the depression side or who tend to be less motivated. Can we shift that by shifting some of those chemicals in our brain to help us feel good more of the time or less anxious more of the time? Okay. On that note, let's get into today's topic of how we ourselves can shape our own motivation. Okay. So here's the thing. Number one, you can make a public declaration of this. It's easy to give up on your goals, ladies, and lose motivation if you keep them all to yourself. However, when you share your goals publicly, you're more motivated to achieve them. 
This is because when you involve other people, you don't want to let them down. Okay. That's the psychology also behind that. You'll also find they frequently ask you, Hey, how is that going? You know, how, how's that goal going that you set for yourself? How's that writing the book? How's the losing weight? How's the changing your eating habits, which provides you with constant motivation to carry on. And because you don't want to let them down. So it's kind of like, you know, a pain or reward type of thing. The reward is people are asking you and the pain is if you have to tell them that you've kind of dropped off the boat, you don't want that pain. So you stick to your goals much faster. So here's the thing, ladies, let people know what you're working towards or better yet, why not partner up with someone who has the same goals as you do? That way you can motivate each other. And for an example of this, I just started a group with, um, another, another lady who was in one of my um, business groups online and we're holding each other accountable. We're accountability partners. We check in every Sunday. I tell her what I'm working on for the week. She tells me we check in the following Sunday to see if we're there. There's no shame if we don't hit all of our goals that we set out. But at least when I know that, Hey, when I tell Stephanie that I have to, that I'm going to work on these things, I I really put more spring in my step to get those things done because I want to let her know that I accomplished that. So it really does help. Number two, we got, we hear this all the time. Remember the purpose behind the thing that you want to do. When you start working towards your goals, you have what feels like an endless amount of motivation or energy. This is because you're right in the moment where something has surrounded, has spurred you on to make you want to change. Whatever that is in that moment, you, it's triggered off in your brain and you know, you want to do something to change. However, as time goes on, ladies, it's easy to lose sight of why you started in the first place. That that's, you know, we all get there. You know, you have those days when you're like, oh my God, I'm trying to get this. Either I'm trying to run this business. I'm trying to move up in my career. I'm trying to change my health. And you know, I'm just not doing it. I'm working out for a year and I'm not seeing any results and you get defeated. Okay. So the key to remember is why you're working towards something. Say you want to go on this fab vacation when things open back up, that is. So why not hang a picture of that dream spot on your refrigerator? Or you could buy yourself some new vacation clothes and hang them in your closet so that you see them every day. There's a big thing between seeing something and it actually being more concrete in your brain. That's why they, there's such science behind journaling, because when you take it out of your brain and you write it and you put it into a journal and you're seeing it visually, it makes much more of an impact in your senses overall. Okay. So whatever your goal is that you want to achieve, surround yourself with pictures of that particular goal. And, you know, if you can make it even more physical, not just pictures, but if you can put something that you can touch and you can incorporate the smell, let's say you want to go to Hawaii, that when things open back up, your big thing, when you hit this goal is you're going to go to Hawaii. Well, why don't you buy some tropical essential oils, put them in your diffuser in your office so that when you're in your office, you're smelling the tropics of Hawaii. Okay. You go and you buy yourself some really pretty spring dresses that are in your closet so you can see them and touch them. And then you've got the pictures of Hawaii sitting on your goal board. When you hit this goal, this is what you're going to do. Now you've tapped into three senses. You've tapped into the sense of seeing something. You've tapped into the sense of smell and you've tapped into the sense of touch. When you incorporate more than one sense ladies into your goal making thing, you are going to tie your motivation to that way higher than if you don't tie anything to it. Okay. 
and seeing why you do it. That's why they say, get your family involved if you're a mom. You know, oh, when we when we do this, like because your kids are helping you reach this goal, you want to incorporate them into it as well, or your husband or your significant other. When we reach this, oh, we're going to go to, you know, to Disneyland. That was when it was open, right? But just speaking of a hypothetical term, then everybody is motivated to keep cheering you on and help you reach that goal because they want to go to Disneyland with you. So you see, you tap into people's things. You bring in a Mickey Mouse hat. You put up things on your wall. You listen to the, to music that they would play at Disneyland. So like I said, the more senses you get involved, the better off you are. The next thing is break down your goals. And I am a big culprit of this because a common motivation mistake, ladies, is to create goals which are too broad. No pun intended with my last name here. The longer it takes for you to reach a goal, the more chances are that there is of losing motivation along the way. And sometimes I do that too. I mean, I all, we all know that we, we have huge business goals and health goals if you're part of our community. Okay. So, but sometimes they're so far out there that we're not going to be able to accomplish those goals, even though we think that we're going to in a matter of, you know, six weeks three months, whatever. So we stretch the limit and then we get tired of the run and the race because we don't see an end in sight with those big things because it takes a lot of steps in between to get to that thing. Even though we think, oh, I can go from making zero money to um, bringing home, you know, six figures in a year. Generally not going to happen. Okay. There's many steps in between the zero and the 1 million, right? And it would be better to say, okay, I'm going to go from zero, making zero money to, I want to bring home $500 extra in three months or 200, whatever that is. Be realistic about what you want to do. And especially this has especially to do with health because people don't see health. They think that health happens a lot faster than what it really does. Your body is a wonderful machine. Okay. It was created with excellence. It knows what to do if given the opportunity, but it takes time. And the more we wreck and damage our body through what we eat, you know, the lack of exercise, the things we listen to, the things we put in our body, the more toxic we are, the more time it's going to take for our body to get all that stuff out of our body and start to move into a healthy direction. So don't give up on your health goals. If you think that you're not seeing results, like within the first week or the first month, keep moving forward. Remember, you know, when you're putting good things into your body, healing the body takes longer than just going and getting some medication and covering up and putting a bandaid on it. And we want to heal the body. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to heal it. Okay. All right. So instead try setting smaller goals, which are easily achievable. And as you achieve them, that boosts your motivation to reach the next goal. Nothing feels better than ticking off little goals, ladies, that you set for yourself. All right. That's very, very important. All right. Now I want to go talk to you about five motivation mistakes that you could be making right now. <clears throat> and some of these, <clears throat> let me get a sip of tea here. Sorry about that. I make some of these mistakes as well. Okay. So the first one is, as we talked about, which I'm not going to belabor, it's, we set unrealistic goals. So moving on to number two is not celebrating your accomplishments. Now, how many people raise your hand or give an amen if you're in the car, wherever you are and say, tell me, do you give yourself do you celebrate yourself when you reach small things? Or do you say, I have to hit that huge goal first before I'm going to buy myself that purse or I'm going to buy myself that new dress or whatever. Okay. Now grants, maybe if it's a Louis Vuitton and it's a $3,000 purse. Yeah. Maybe a big goal is that incentive, but what can you do in between that? 
Okay. While it's good to have goals to work towards, it's also important, ladies, to celebrate small wins as you achieve them. Okay. Like that book says, you know, how to eat an elephant one bite at a time. So every bite that you make that you knock off that thing, that's how you should be rewarding yourself. And it doesn't have to be major things. It could be like, oh, I'm going to go out and get myself, you know, a Starbucks, or I'm going to go and I'm going to get a manicure or I'm going to get a pedicure, or I'm going to go shopping, you know, whatever it can be. Okay. Many people get into the mindset where as soon as they achieve something, they automatically move on to the next thing. Okay. This is another big culprit. Is that you? Do you set goals? And then when you reach those goals, okay, boom, I'm done with that. So you move on to the next thing and you just keep on going and you don't stop long enough to reward yourself for what you just accomplished. Okay. You need to do that. All right. So however, when you do that, you're not really recognizing or celebrating how far you're coming. And that's actually a negative psychological thought pattern in your brain. So psychologically speaking, every little small step, you should be rewarding yourself in some way or another because achievements, no matter how small they are, ladies are what keep the motivation going long term. Okay. Then you let the past hold you back. All right. How many of you do this? Okay. I'm just putting some of these things out there and you can identify with it. Okay. We're, I'm sitting over here in my office with this podcast, so I'm not seeing you raise your hand or anything. How many of you let your past hold you back from motivation, right? Because ladies, our past is important, but it shouldn't be so important that it holds us back from the present. If you find yourself constantly stuck in the past, you're going to find it hard to motivate yourself to move into the future. By all means, let your past be a motivator to achieve more. Okay. And I'm going to say that again, by all means, ladies, let your past be a motivator to achieve more, but don't let it hold you back. Take chances. Even if something hasn't worked out in the past, try it again. Maybe you weren't ready for it in the past. Maybe you didn't have everything that you needed to make it happen in the past. Don't always say, oh, I did that and it doesn't work. You don't know if it's not going to work a second time. Give yourself some space and some grace. Whenever you feel your past attacking your motivation, remind yourself, ladies, that you're not in the past anymore. This is your present and your future, and the past has no power over either of them. They are what you, what we say, when you look in the rear view mirror, you're looking at them in the rear view mirror. That's where they stay. All right. Next is you wait for motivation. Motivation, ladies, isn't something that's going to magically just come to you like we talked about. Okay. Some of this is you have to put into action. While you reach points in your life, which will motivate you to make a change, largely you need to actively work on making things happen. Okay. You can't just sit there and say, okay, I want to start this business and okay, whatever the reason, Lord, I'm just sitting here at my desk and, um, make the phone ring, or I'm just willing the phone to ring. And I know that I'm sitting in my office today and I'm going to get five new clients. Well, here's the thing. How are you going to get those five new clients if you haven't gone out and, you know, handed out your card or told people about what you're, what you're going to do. Okay. So you're waiting for that phone to ring in order to motivate you to spur you on, or you're waiting for those new clients to come in to spur you on, but you're not doing anything to help yourself get those things. Okay. So identify what it is that motivates you and then do it. A large part of motivation ladies is discipline. So be strict with yourself in the time when you feel motivation is starting to reduce. Okay. So here's the thing I've always said, like, do I love exercising? No, I don't, but I do it anyways, because I know the benefits that it has for my body. Do I like eating healthy all the time? No, not always, but I know that what I put on the end of my fork is going to largely 
have an impact about what kind of energy I have to get myself through the day. So that's what I think about. That's what motivates me. I find things that are positive, that are going to motivate me. And I, and I put it into a way that I get to choose. I get to choose what I eat. I get to choose that I exercise for the health of my body. Nobody else has that control over me except for me. All right. And number five, you procrastinate. And this is me sometimes. And this is a lot of us. And procrastination comes a lot from overwhelm. And overwhelm was one of those resistant feelings too that I didn't mention earlier. Okay. One of the biggest motivation mistakes you can make is procrastinating. Okay. Thanks to technology, ladies, it's easy to become distracted from our goals. There's always something else which comes around and to distract us. Okay. Like that shiny object syndrome. And I'll be honest with you, being totally transparent here, I happen to have that because I'm a, I'm a very multi-passionate creative and I will go, Oh, that looks really good. Let's try that. Oh, uh, my friend has this idea. I want to help her out with that. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. So I tend to be one of those shiny object people. And I've had to like rein back and say, no, my one friend, Linda told me, she says, Michelle, you put all those good ideas, those shiny object things that you have, and you put them in a box and that's your shiny object box. And you're only going to work on one shiny object at a time and not till you complete it. Can you open that box and pull out another shiny object? Because far too many of us, you know, get distracted and distraction and procrastination leads to us feeling overwhelmed and we don't want to do something. Okay. So let's now talk about, you know, why motivation is key to self-improvement. Okay. Improving ourselves. So self-improvement is key to many things. It's key to being happy. It's key to being successful on whatever successful terms you, you come up with. And it's also key into having a healthy life. However, you'll find it really difficult to focus on self-improvement if you don't have the right level of motivation. Ah, there's the trick. This is because self-improvement and motivation typically go hand in hand like peanut butter and jelly or Lucy and Ricky. Okay. It's difficult to improve one without the other. So now let's discover why motivation is so important to self-improvement. Number one, it encourages positivity. When you're motivated, you'll find your mindset is much more positive. You're geared up to work on your goals and more changes are going to happen. And when more changes happen, you feel better. Motivation focuses on the present and the future. It doesn't dwell on the past like we talked about earlier or allow room for any negativity. Without it, you could find yourself stuck in a negative spiral, which is really hard to get out of. Okay. And this is one thing that I, I allow myself one pity party a month, one pity party a month. And it usually doesn't last long. Sometimes I'll have a down day and I'll go, no, Michelle, come on tomorrow. Got to snap out of it. You got to keep moving on. Because if you know me, or if you're getting to know me, I am a highly, highly motivated individual. Ask my family, ask my kids, ask my husband, I, my feet from the moment they hit the floor in the morning, I am motivated and I'm going, I sing to my dogs every day. I sing around the house. I'm just, I try to be as happy as I possibly can because I try to only focus on the things that I can control. And that's another thing that helps with motivation as well. Okay. But we'll get to that. So keeping you focused, staying focused on your goals, isn't always easy as we mentioned. However, motivation helps enormously. It causes you to focus solely on the goal you're working towards. Provided you set realistic goals, you'll stay consistently motivated and therefore more likely to achieve success. It's up to you to figure out what it is that keeps you motivated because what keeps me motivated can be something very different than what keeps you motivated, but it can help to have an external, fo have an external focus to it. 
a picture or a dream map of what you want to achieve, for example, can, can prove especially effective. This is where I'm talking to you about where I was talking to you earlier about the senses, bringing as many senses into that goal or achieving that goal that you possibly can. And this is not just Michelle's theory. This is just science theories over and over again telling us this. Okay, so self-improvement encourages more effort. You'll notice that when you're motivated, you put a lot more effort into achieving something. Motivation itself comes from working towards any something that you passionately want. So the more passionate you are about your goals, the more motivated you'll be become and the more effort you'll put into it. So here's the thing about individual motivation. You, like I said earlier, need to find out what motivates you, what spurs you on. Okay. Because what gets me jived in the morning may be very, something very different than you. Okay. Like for instance, this podcast, my well woman network, it is my ministry from God. Okay. That's for me. It's something that I am so passionate about that I do it. And I have done it for a long time with zero income. And people would say to me, Oh God, you know, why do you do that? Because it drives me. When I'm at my office three days a week and I am seeing 30 or more patients a day and I am going from the moment that I get there until the moment I get down and I get home and I'm exhausted, what keeps me going those three days at my clinic is knowing that I get to come home on my days off and work on this, that I get to do this podcast for y'all, that I get to blog, that I get to be creative in other ways that I can't be creative over there. And it's something that, you know, is very near and dear to my heart. I feel like, you know, God gave this ministry to me. So it motivates me. So see, that's my motivation. Everybody has to find something different. Maybe money motivates you and that's great. You know, maybe something else like you survive cancer and, you know, helping other people survive cancer. That's what motivates you. Perhaps it's cooking. You just love the joy of seeing other people's faces light up when they bite into something that's so delicious. That is what motivates you is people's joy and the reaction when they taste the food that you've cooked. So we all find different forms of motivation. I, on the other hand, I hate to cook. Okay. It would never be my thing, but I have found what motivates me. Okay. Next is, <clears throat> okay. Helping you to think outside the box is what I want to try to do now. So when you're motivated, ladies, it helps you think outside the box. You'll be able to come up with new creative ways to achieve your self-improvement goals. When you're not motivated, on the other hand, it's easy to give up when you reach obstacles along the way. Okay. Like, with this, with this Instagram, um, what is it? Reels, right? So like I was mentioned earlier in the podcast, I spent yesterday, took me almost like an hour to do one reel and it still didn't come out perfectly. And I, for, for the life of me, I did everything that I was watching my instructor do and I did it. And I think it's my phone In all honesty, I'm blaming it on my phone because my phone kept going in and out. It kept dropping it. I had to kept going back in. So I think it's something with my phone and putting the words in and how they don't come in when you want them to come in. Okay. But I started thinking, okay, well, how can I get around this? So I emailed my VA, Molly, who's, oh God, she's so wonderful. She's a godsend. And I said, how can we do this? Can I just make this video? And I did it in the Reels platform and I did it without the music and I did all my pointing and I did all the things that I wanted to do. And then I sent it to her and I said, hey, can you add in the words and can you add in some music for me? I did all of them. I did like three of them and I sent them to her. And she said, yeah, I can definitely help you with this. See, okay, there's me creatively thinking outside the box. So instead of me sitting there for endless hours and getting discouraged that I'm never going to be able to do this real thing, okay, 
I figured out how I could do it and how it's going to work and how Molly can help me. See, reaching out and asking for help sometimes is what helps us to keep motivated to do it. Because when I was struggling for an hour and a half and I kept losing it, I was really getting discouraged and I was losing my motivation for this potentially great thing, this new thing that could help me get my business out there to more people. So instead of getting frustrated, I said, how can I stay motivated to do this and getting help definitely is going to motivate me to keep going on. Okay. So when you're working on improving yourself, it's crucial to embrace new ideas and ways of thinking. Okay. Because motivation can help you to achieve this by making it easier to reach those goals. So whatever you want to do, put a little bit of motivation behind it. And like I said, you need to find out what motivates you. So as you can see, ladies, motivation is so important when it comes to self-improvement because they go hand in hand. The more motivated you are, the more likely you're going to succeed. You're going to have those self-improvement things. However, in order to stay motivated, you need to really want to make the changes you're working towards. Because here's the thing, ladies, if you're not 100% committed to improving yourself, you're going to struggle to keep yourself motivated. All right. That's why, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, what is going to motivate you? What do you like doing? You have to do things that you like and that resonate with you, not with other people, whether they make no sense to other people or not, doesn't matter. As long as it makes sense to you, that's what you need to do. Now, moving into this next thing, you know that I always have to tie in self-improvement, you know, mindset, motivation, and I have to improve and I have to talk about some area of how our health affects that. Okay. You know that about me, right? I'm not going to let you get off the hook about that. So I want to talk to you now about how your diet, especially your diet can influence your motivation. Okay. Because you know, ladies, that your diet can impact your health and your well-being, but you probably did not know that it can also influence your motivation. So let's get ready to hear about this, because I think this is going to be something that really is going to spur you on to want to get healthier or to start eating healthier. That is a healthy nutrition plan can do wonders for your motivation and productivity. So if you want to boost your motivation, it may be well worth it, ladies, to start with the foods that you are putting on the end of your fork. Okay. Your diet or your nutrition can impact motivation in numerous ways, according to science. And it's not just Michelle. Firstly, if you're not eating a balanced, healthy diet, your energy levels can suffer. If you're not energized, you're going to struggle to stay motivated. The same can be said if you skip meals. Your mind and body rely upon the food you consume to give them the energy they need to perform correctly. So if you're not feeling them, if you're not feeding them energy rich foods, healthy foods, you're going to end up feeling tired, run down, and totally exhausted and unmotivated. Okay. So now you might be asking, Michelle, what foods should I be focusing on? Very glad that you ask, because here's the answer. If you're looking to boost your motivation through your nutrition, there's certain food groups that you are going to want to focus on. Number one, B vitamins are crucial for brain health, energy, and motivation. You'll especially want to focus on foods which contain vitamin B6. This helps to produce dopamine, a feel-good chemical which links to motivation and creativity like we talked about earlier. You'll find foods such as salmon, tofu, spinach, avocado, and turkey all contain good levels of vitamin B6. You'll also want to focus on an iron-rich diet. Now, I'm talking about iron in your diet, not by taking an iron pill. You only need to supplement with an iron pill if you have anemia. If you're not anemic or you don't have anemia, then you just want to find it in your food sources. If you're not getting enough iron, you're going to feel tired and lethargic. It's essential for carrying fresh oxygen around your body. 
So when your levels are low, it's going to automatically impact your energy and your motivation. Red meat, cashews, kidney beans, and seafood are all high forms of iron. It's also worth noting, ladies, that pregnant women, vegans and women who are menstruating are all at risk of suffering from iron deficiency anemia, especially if you are menstruating very heavily and you have heavy periods, you know, and they're heavy, they're clotty, and it's every single cycle that you have, you may be suffering from iron deficiency anemia. Okay. So if that's something that's going on with you, then you need to see your medical provider to see if there's something that they can do to get those periods lightened up. Okay. And if you're vegan, you know, you're not eating the bread meats, you're not eating fish. So you need to make sure that you're getting, you know, your iron from different sources as well. The next thing is I want you to eat regular meals. As I mentioned earlier, skipping meals is definitely something you'll want to avoid if you're focusing on improving your motivation. It's crucial you eat regular meals at approximately the same time each day. You know, even if you're doing intermittent fasting or other types of thing, other nutrition plans, it's fine. This will help to keep your energy levels up, ensuring that your organs are working correctly. If your meals are all over the place, you're definitely going to notice your motivation fluctuate too. A drop in sugar can make you feel give a headache, cause you to feel anxious and cause you to feel sweaty, you know, and so you don't want to do this. Okay. What you eat does indeed link to how motivated you feel. So if you want to maintain and boost your motivation levels, ladies, it is worth starting with your nutrition plan. Without eating a healthy diet, you struggle to put together motivation and you struggle to put any of those tips that we talked about today into practice because you're just not going to feel like it. All right. So ending here, I want to circle back and I want to talk about how we first started the show off that, you know, how do we maintain this motivation? You know, it's often, like we said earlier, it's easier to get motivated than it is to stay motivated. Okay. In fact, the main reason people fail to meet their goals is because they lose their motivation. You know, like they say, you know, every new year, people write all these goals out and maybe two, three weeks, six weeks in, they're, they're, they're all like lost to the wind. Okay. So exactly how do you maintain motivation? All right. So one of the reasons, one of the ways that you can limit, you can maintain your motivation is you can limit all distractions. You already know ladies that procrastination is detrimental to motivation. We talked about it earlier. So if you're looking to maintain your motivation, you're going to need to limit all distractions. This includes limiting your time on social media, browsing websites, or using your telephone. Okay. Your cell phone. I shouldn't say telephone. That's an old acronym. Whatever tends to distract you set limits on when you can use them. You'll be surprised at how much a difference this can make. Okay. So get rid of those distractions because if you're constantly checking email, checking your phone, playing a game, an app, a game on your phone or this or that, it distracts you. And the more distracted you are, the less things that you're going to get accomplished. Okay. They actually, the science shows that if you sat there and spent 10, 20 minutes on just focusing on one thing without any distractions, you get more things done than if you sat there and, oh, I'm going to do this. And then, oh, and then I'm going to go over here and open up my meals. I'm going to check over here, check over there. And then I'm going to come back to this again. You tend not to have the same kind of motivation when you come back to it. Okay. Then we talked about, make sure that you're eating right. We said that your diet is important in terms of motivation. If you regularly skip meals or simply eat fast, unhealthy foods, you're going to struggle to stay motivated. This is because ladies, a poor diet zaps your energy. The less energy you have, the harder it is to stay motivated. So make sure you're eating a healthy, balanced diet, rich in vitamin B6 and iron, healthy fruits, healthy vegetables, lean meat, lots of nuts, good oil to keep the cholesterol intact and keep your body functioning positively. 
And then the last thing, one of the last things I want to talk to you about here, actually, I got a few more things. So hang with me here is this is one of my favorite things is to surround yourself with positive people. And, you know, we choose who we surround ourselves with. So, you know, like they say, the five people that you surround yourself with most is how you will see yourself. So surround yourself with positive people who are going in the same direction you are. Hang around people who are motivated with life, not people who are not. If you're trying to be motivated, it's very hard if you hang around people who are not motivated and who don't want to do anything. So seek out those positive people, okay? Find a role model. Following, you know, from the last point that I just made about, you know, seeking out positive people, finding a role model can do wonders for your motivation. It can be somebody you know, or it can be someone famous, or maybe even a character from your favorite TV show. You know, you can have virtual um, role models and they don't, you know, you don't have to call them up and say, Hey, can you do this? And they officially do this, but you can have virtual role models. Darren Hardy happens to be one of my virtual gurus. I listen to his podcast. I listen to his daily Darren dailies. And, you know, I've been following him for years and I've learned so much. So you can follow somebody virtually without having to buy their courses or do things like that. Okay. And then lastly, I want you to focus on short-term goals. Like we talked about. You know, when we set goals, it's so important, ladies, to make sure that they're achievable in the short term. While you'll still want to have those big long-term goals to strive towards, you need to split it down into chunks, you know, and smaller things to make it quicker and easier to achieve those things and to then be able to give yourself a reward, okay? So like we said earlier, it's not easy to maintain motivation, but the tips that we've given you today, I hope that you find something to help you stay motivated or something that you can do to encourage yourself. Okay. Like everything in life, ladies, the key to work at, the key is to work at it and do whatever it takes to keep your motivation levels high, depending on whatever you want to do. And I know that the people in our community, they are ambitious business women, you know, who've got kids, they're moms, they're trying to make life work on many different levels. And, you know, that's when it's important to keep those motivations high, because when you got a lot going on in your life, Sometimes those motivation, that motivation drops. So we talked about a lot today. We talked about some of the science behind motivation, you know, why we're not motivation, why we're not motivated. Is it innate or is it learned? I gave you some things that you can, that you can help with motivation, like make, you know, make it a declaration public. So people know that we talked about why diet's important. We talked about why it's important to have, you know, successful people to hang around, choose the right people, you know, and all those different types of things. So I really enjoyed this because I, like I said, I like to come back around and talk about motivation a couple times throughout the year, just so that we can reground ourselves into, um, some of those principles because it's easy to get off those principles, right? You know, it happens to me. And when I do these podcasts and I talk about it, I'm like, okay, I need to get myself back into those motivated things, right? Because I'll be honest with you too. Today, I have not been feeling good at all. I had a horrendous headache. I've been having some really bad stomach aches today and I was laying down and I'm like, oh God, I have to get this. I have to do this podcast today. I've got to get it done so I can get it off to the editor and everything. And I just was not feeling motivated one bit. But then I thought about all of you and I thought about my mission and my passion and this is what it is. And so I got my butt up out of bed. I made myself some chamomile tea. I tried to choke down a piece of toast with some peanut butter on it to see if it would settle my stomach. Took a Tylenol and here I am recording the podcast because I am motivated to bring these podcasts to you. So see, that's what drives me. And that's the same kind of thing that you've got to find that drives you. 
So thank you so much for listening. I know that you've got a lot of listening opportunities out there. Do us a big favor, head on over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. If you have, you can always drop many more ratings and reviews or you don't have to do it just once. If you haven't, I highly encourage you. It would really bless my heart if you could go over there because that's what drives us up in iTunes. If you like this episode, please share it with a girlfriend. You know, all you have to do is hit that little share button on the pot in your podcast app and you can send them in a text, let them know that you were thinking about them. And maybe you heard something in this podcast that you thought would apply to them and send it off to them. If you'd like to join us over in Facebook at our well woman network 360 group. Um, I'll be honest. I have not been in that group for a while. It's kind of lagging, but I'm motivated. Okay. I'm motivated. You hear me saying it. See, and I'm making a public declaration. Okay. That I'm going to be getting it up and going starting in April and maybe start doing like a spring cleaning thing to kind of help me with spring cleaning to get the group going again. So if you have, if you've been over there and it's, we haven't posted a lot, I apologize. Please forgive me. If you haven't been over there and you want to join starting us in April, we're going to be moving forward. I greatly appreciate it. Follow us over on the gram at well woman network. Um, also check out our reels, please give us a, you know, comment, comment on our posts. Okay. Comments are what really drive the, all the logarithm on Instagram, not just a like, we'd, we'd really like it if you could com- comment with us. And the reason I ask you to comment too, is because community, you know, I community is my big thing and I love talking to people and a like doesn't get you any communication between each other. And as a body of women looking to be healthy, we need to communicate with each other. So, you know, drop a comment, four words. Let me know if you like the post, you know, how you're feeling about it. Does it resonate with you? What all you want to hear or anything else like that. So ladies, thank you so much. And um, I hope that you have a wonderful week and may God richly bless your life. And bye for now.